Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A four-year-old girl and two others hit by bullets in Times Square in New York responds. As police hunt for the Times Square shooter, one of the injured women speaks. I was scared for my life. I'm Sean Adams in Times Square. We'll also get reaction from the city's mayoral candidates. There are safety worries under the streets, too. With 24-7 subway service returning, the MTA puts out a call for more cops. Uh, I'd like to see more. I'm Marla Diamond in Columbus Circle. The ransomware shutdown of a major gas pipeline to New Jersey may end up eventually being an expensive proposition. Drivers filling their tanks this week might be shaking their heads in disbelief. Another injury for Jacob deGrom in a Mets sweep. The Yankees celebrate another walk-off and the Knicks win in L.A. This is Brad Heller. It is the day the music died in New York City Radio. We'll hear about that in our News Radio archives for this date's milestones on Monday, May 10th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Good morning on a misty, murky Monday. Leftover showers this morning, but otherwise we will see some sun emerging this afternoon in the high between 60 and 65. It's a 48 degree start in the city. And on this Monday morning, the NYPD is seeking a Times Square shooter who hit three people, including a four-year-old girl, an incident that is making waves among mayoral candidates ahead of next month's primaries. Sean Adams is there this morning. And, Sean, good morning. The police know who they are looking for. Well, officially, police have just released a surveillance uh, footage of a person of interest, but uh, detectives reportedly know who the Times Square shooter is, a man known in the neighborhood for hustling, selling CDs, He reportedly tried to shoot his own brother. Late Saturday afternoon, Times Square coming back to life after the COVID shutdown. Bullets flew and found innocent victims, two women and a four-year-old girl. They're all all going to be okay. Wendy Magranat from Rhode Island, she was here during the, doing, uh, the, 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 the sights, being a tourist, enjoying time with family, and that's when she was shot. She spoke with CBS2. It was like one of the worst experiences of my life. And I was scared for my life. A bullet lodged in her thigh. She collapsed to the ground. She handed her two-year-old daughter to her mother and told her to run. Wayne? Sean, what are the candidates for mayor saying about this? 
Well, several candidates have seized the opportunity uh, to talk about this, uh, to denounce uh, the spike in gun violence in New York City. Uh, but two frontrunners are really uh, uh, getting some attention here, uh, calling for, for tough action. Andrew Yang says New York cannot afford to defund the police, something we heard a lot of last year. He wants to create a new anti-violence unit. Retired police captain Eric Adams, the Brooklyn Borough president, he wants to bring back the plainclothes anti-crime unit. Uh, the mayor did away with that unit, you'll remember, just about a year ago following uh, uh, protests against police violence. Well, Adams has been a consistent voice here all along. He has said, and, and many times stood alone in saying this, uh, that a modified version of that unit is essential. He wants to put it under precinct command. He wants uh, perhaps a, a plain clothes, maybe some kind of insignia to identify uh, the officers uh, to a degree. But he says this uh, plain clothes unit is essential to getting illegal guns off the streets. Sean, thank you. And underground, the subways are going to reopen next week fully, but with serious concerns about safety there as well. And Marla Diamond is here with that this morning. Marla? And uh, just uh, last night, uh, Wayne, a, a man, a tourist from Ecuador, riding with his family on the southbound two train near Chamber Street Station, was attacked with a screwdriver after a very violent week on the trains with several subway workers attacked. The NYPD announced last week that they would be adding auxiliary police officers to the 20 busiest stations. It's a start, says Transum, Transit Interim President Sarah Feinberg on AM 970, but she says they need more to bring people back to the system. I think of it as the next you know, three to six months when we're really desperate to get people to come back to New York, come back to the New York economy, come back to the transit system. And in order to do that, I need to make sure that they feel safe and that crime numbers are way down. So that's really what I'm looking for. Feinberg announced Thursday that she had just hired an additional 100 private security guards to patrol the subways, doubling that current number. Wayne? Do the actual crime numbers seem to back up this public perception lately that the subways have become more dangerous? Well, it depends on who you ask. The NYPD says crime is way down. The MTA keeps a different set of statistics, which offers another story about what transit workers experience on the rails. In some crime categories, there's a very small change in numbers, but that can lead to a big percentage increase. As of May 2nd, the NYPD reported four murders in the subways compared to three uh, in 2020, that's an increase of 33%, and there have been 159 felony assaults for 2021 uh, compared to 132 at the same time, an increase of 20%. Overall, the NYPD says major subway crime is down, but the MTA and Transport Workers Union say crime against subway workers is on the rise. Marla Diamond on the subway situation. Uh, Pat Foy will be with us here at WCBS a little after 8 o'clock. The MTA chairman will ask him about these things. Gas stations are changing their signs almost every day now, adding a penny here, two pennies there, and the latest news is not helping. All this comes after the shutdown of the Colonial Pipeline due to a cyber attack that has left the eastern seaboard vulnerable to supply disruptions for gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. The pipeline is the largest in the nation and carries petroleum products from Pasadena, Texas, to Linden, New Jersey, where, by the way, the average price for gas is up $0.08 cents per gallon. AAA Northeast, Robert Sinclair Jr. on the pipeline price pressure. Analysts say a shutdown of two to three days is no big deal, but if the pipeline is not up and running in five days to a week, 
there could be some serious supply problems. For the first time we can remember, Long Island has cheaper pump prices than New Jersey, two ninety nine compared to three hundred two. On the bright side, there is a lot of crude in storage, and there is plenty of supply. Experts think that gas prices will not be affected if the pipeline is back in the next few days. But this incident, the worst cyber attack to date on critical U.S. infrastructure, should serve as a wake-up call to companies about the vulnerabilities they face. People close to the extortion investigation are pointing to a criminal gang known as Darkside as the culprit. Top House Republican Kevin McCarthy is now publicly endorsing Elise Stefanik for the post of member three leader, and that cements the party conference's support of the Donald Trump loyalist over Representative Liz Cheney. Cheney is an outspoken critic of the former president for promoting the discredited claims that the 2020 election was stolen. CBS News correspondent Christina Ruffini at the White House with more. Minority leader Kevin McCarthy initially stood by his conference chair colleague Liz Cheney. When other House Republicans wanted her kicked out of leadership for voting to impeach former President Trump after the January 6th Capitol riots. Now, he's standing by someone else. Do you support Elise Stefanik for that job? Yes, I do. Stefanik, who represents a rural part of upstate New York, has a less conservative voting record but a greater loyalty to the former president. In a press release, Mr. Trump called Cheney a warmongering fool and endorsed Stefanik as a, quote, superior choice. House Republicans could vote as early as Wednesday to remove Cheney and to replace her with Stefanik, who represents the Adirondacks and much of New York's North Country. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now the weather day ahead is Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen with the Exergen forecast. Good morning, Craig. Chilly morning too, Wayne. 47 right now, and uh, there's still a raindrop or two in the air. Otherwise, these clouds will break for some sunshine. Not a bright blue day, but there will be breaks, and a brisk wind continues, 60 to 65. Right now it's northerly. About 5, 10, 15 miles per hour or so. Tonight, fair and chilly with lows 45 to 50, near 40 inland. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds and a gusty wind continues. Highs 60 to 65. Wednesday, a mix of sun and clouds, breezy with 60 to 65 once again. 47 now, humidity still up there at 93%. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Well, police are still looking for the person who fatally stabbed a man inside of a hotel-turned-homeless shelter in Midtown. It is raising questions about the future of the city's program putting the homeless in hotels. WCBS's Steve Burns has more about that. The stabbing happened at the Midtown Suite Hotel, two blocks from the Empire State Building. According to Manhattan Borough President Gail Brewer, it's an area that's seen more than its fair share of problems from the city's program that turned hotels into temporary homeless shelters. There are too many hotels, and so... Uh, People are often in the streets. They have drug addiction and mental illness, and so people are concerned. She's been calling on Mayor de Blasio to speed up the return to shelters, subject to an appropriate level of vaccination. They have on-site psychiatric, on-site medical. Brewers worried workers will be afraid to come back to Midtown. And that impacts, as you know, the restaurants, the retail, the economy. Last week, de Blasio said the move to shelters will happen sooner rather than later. Well, more to say on that uh, when the right moment comes. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Well, the Mets are the hottest team in baseball right now. Look at them go. Five straight wins. But uh, Brad Heller, Jacob DeGrom is dealing with another injury. What's the latest on that? 
Hey, good morning, Wayne. An MRI last night for DeGrom. More tightness in his right side. We don't know the results yet. A different area than what DeGrom was feeling last week. It forced him uh, to push back his start to yesterday. He called for the trainer after throwing a couple of warm-up pitches before the sixth inning. Manager Luis Rojas says there were no signs of any issues for Jake before that. He bunted for a hit today. He was pitching. He, was, uh, he had, like, uh, perfect innings for, you know, for three innings or so, or four innings, and uh, he was competing. But uh, yeah, the demeanor changed a little bit when he called on us to the, to uh, from the uh, from the mound. Degrom's bunt single was his seventh hit of the season. It leads all pitchers. He did get the win as the Mets finished off a sweep of the Diamondbacks with the four-two win. Wayne, they're all alone in first place in the NL East at sixteen and thirteen. And the Yankees finished off a successful homestand with another walk-off win. Back-to-back walk-off wins over the Nationals. 3-2 was the final yesterday in the Bronx. Giancarlo Stanton had the game-winning RBI single. It was his only hit of the series as the Yankees cap off a 7-2 and homestand. These are great games to feed off of battles back and forth. And uh, after a long day yesterday um, and to, for today to come down to the wire as well, uh, just, just any way you can, any way you can squeeze out a win uh, and, and build that momentum down uh, into, into Tampa. Yeah, the Yankees open up a 10-game road trip tomorrow against the Rays. Luke Voigt's expected to make his season debut at some point in that series. The Knicks surprised the Clippers in L.A. with a 106-100 win. It was an off-shooting night for Julius Randle, but Derrick Rose led the way with 25 points. Wayne, the Knicks are 3-2 and two on this really crucial West Coast trip. It wraps up tomorrow against the Lakers. Brad Heller with the WCBS Sports Roundup this morning. Sponsored by Dell. Dell Tech Advisors are focused on you to offer tailored solutions. Powered by Intel the Pro Platform to keep your small business ready. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Welcome to Monday Morning in the Mist and Merck. 10th of May, I'm Wayne Cabot, and here are three things to know. No mask required starting today on the trading pit of the NYSE, as long as traders are fully vaccinated. The exchange is not mandating vaccinations, but they're hoping that this will incentivize traders to go ahead and get their shots. Two, a Florida school principal caught on video paddling. A six-year-old girl will not be charged. The Florida attorney says no laws were broken. Third thing, first tropical storm of the season already. Yes, Andres has formed hundreds of miles off the west coast of Mexico. This is very early. Tropical storms are known to develop before the official start of the hurricane seasons, but uh, three of the past five seasons have seen tropical storms or depressions before the start date. Uh, June 1st is the Atlantic hurricane season start date, and again, they're talking about an above-average number of storms this year. It is the 10th of May, and from our news archives are 88 seconds in sound for this date. New York City, 2013, the day we put the big back in the Big Apple. A huge silver spire has been set into place atop one World Trade Center, the tip soaring 1,776 feet, tallest building in the Western Hemisphere. 1994, the execution of killer clown John Wayne Gacy, notable for a couple of things. It ended the life of the Chicago creep who raped and murdered 33 young men and boys between 1972 and his arrest in 1978. Second, the execution was botched and called attention to the means of capital punishment that many states would later deem inhumane. The second chemical didn't completely go in it. There was a clogging in the line. That may have meant excruciating suffering for Gacy. Gacy's prosecutor, though, said he got a much easier death than any of his victims. This is maybe the most profound date for New York radio and really for pop culture. Because on this date in 1982, 
came the death of Top 40, a format that was all-inclusive. It was a shared experience for everyone who listened, and it seemed everyone listened, until FM radio killed the legendary Music Radio 77, and DJs Ron Lundy and Dan Ingram signed off for the last time. I had a good time today. I love you. Thank you so much for everything. It's been a lot of uh, a lot of records over the turntables to make a very bad uh, <laughs> simile. The last record they played. And the world And the first voice of talk radio is someone we here at 880 cherish, the great Art Athens. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome, New York. The day the music died. This is May 10th. It matters where you get your news. Some COVID restrictions are being eased in New Jersey and New York City. Indoor dining in New York expands to 75%. The decline in vaccination rates across the country is also here. Tri-state businesses looking to hire can't find people to work. WCBS 880, live, local, always on. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.